Hello everyone. Welcome to our newest episode. Hi. We... <laughs> I didn't have to introduce her as well. Yeah. So she is here. And yes, okay, let's start How this. How dare you uh think of like my pronoun as she? I could be a he. I could be and a they. be a non-binary or yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> no, I am she, but yes, I am also Shri S H R W. You can find me as Shri Nation in any place you want, except for maybe Facebook. I am on Facebook, but I'm just not there anymore. <laughs> so you can find her anywhere. You know, you can find find her on Andromeda Galaxy and in yes. Neptune, yes. Pluto, Venus, everywhere. Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever that is. Mars or anywhere, but not Facebook. Your mom's house, anywhere. What the hell were you doing? Yeah, here? I'm always there, you know, for cookies and some, you know, fender bender. Nah, nah, you have never been to my house. She's, she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Ask your dad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'll have to ask it. Yeah. So. So we will talk about no. We, we recently we just before recording this we had a talk about something. We had lots of talks. We always have some talks. You know, we always have something to talk about. We never. The good thing about this episode, the good thing about these episodes, is that we don't plan a lot of stuff. We don't really write down what we want to say. We just have something in our mind and just we just say it. So that's fantastic. You know. <laughs> I don't even fucking care like what do I will say in this episode yeah. because it's not like we have some kind of editor we have hired no there is no one imagine if we had an editor <laughs> oh my god that's poor bastard <laughs> he has to do all the hard you know hard work yeah. for us and Just we'll pay to... him what <laughs> five and bucks thoughts oh, no, and prayers no, no. not thoughts <laughs> I would definitely have you know, man Five bucks. I, I hate I hate when someone says you know when someone dies or when someone is sick it's like oh my thoughts and prayers are with you fuck what the off. fuck I'm gonna do with the thoughts and pay prayers pay me some money for my hospital bill or something fuck's sake so we were talking about something like H3S2 because I will go go into the part so I I was uh, I called her just to you know talk about some mm. Topic, but recently, so she has started with the HCST podcast uh, <laughs> and all this. I was really unaware of, so yeah. I had to listen all of this shit show. <laughs> but <laughs> when I, I don't know when I understand the context, anyway, it was really funny. So mm-hmm. I, I, I went to the YouTube and check it out. Okay, I, I, <laughs> that guy was literally, you know, what he was about he was to like, die. He was, he was, but he was like so. You're so frightening, you know. It was like, just was like a complaining little ass. You know, Before do... people get confused about what you're saying, so we have uh, on the internet there is this podcast called the H3 podcast. And if people are unaware, like I've watched him before he was a podcast. I've watched the host of the show as H3 H3 Productions. So ever since like I think he was like it was 10 years ago when he started, maybe seven years ago when he started. He's always been this troll. He's always been someone who makes fun, makes jokes. And someone who's like unpredictable. He's someone who will do something just stupid, just for you know, just for views, just for laughs. But not something that's degrading. Something that's just actually like a joke, like a parody skit, whatever you can call it. He's like the Onion, like one person who is like the Onion. You know, if anybody doesn't know the Onion, then you can find out yourself. So like, uh, 
it's it's hilarious because the guy who he was trying to who was trying to debate him didn't probably didn't realize that he was a troll and he was kind of going off about masks and how useless they are and this and that and was kind of making fun of his wife was making fun what? of his yeah he's making fun of his Tourette's he has Tourette's syndrome where people have you know tics that they can't control sometimes they say a word that they repeatedly say so Tourette's is like a like a syndrome that you you know you It's a it's a disability. You shouldn't make fun of that. But he was making fun of that, calling him like ET, like an alien, <laughs> all that stuff. So it was just it was just Shit. horrible. It was just horrible jokes and horrible like racist stuff about his wife. I don't know what it was, but I can't remember. So he should have researched H three and realized that he would have done something. So uh, when he went to debate H three, uh, Ethan Klein. So he was like uh, just all ready to just destroy Ethan Klein. But Ethan Klein knows that he does. He does, he's not a political commentator. He doesn't know anything about these topics. He is not medically, you know, he he doesn't have that much knowledge about medicine and masks and everything. So he brought someone who actually knows about this stuff, who has his own show, who is like a reporter who reports about this stuff. Called uh, his name is Sam Cedar. He has a channel called The Majority Report. Now I've watched The Majority Report before. But not that much because I'm not in, interested in politics either. So when Sam Cedar came out, he was just so mad. He was just so angry, <laughs> and the main reason is because Crowder hates Sam Cedar to the point where he doesn't want to debate him. He's like, he, yeah, because he deep down inside he knew that this guy gonna fuck me up. Yeah, and not only that, <laughs> it's like uh, Crowder is known to debate. He's the debate guy. His entire like branding, marketing yes. is that I am the debate guy. You can debate me. So he goes to colleges. He asks students to debate him, and these are like 18, 19 year old kids who are like you know fresh out of like high school. They still mm-hmm. don't know how to work. They still don't know how to debate properly. You know, and he's like always dunking on these people. But when someone who's like 30 years old or 40 years old who knows this stuff. comes along he always wants to just you know run away and that's exactly what he did and it was hilarious and it was trending on twitter and it was just everywhere i found on twitter actually and i was laughing my ass off it made my day so i was just like really happy you know sure. i'm Basically, not a very political person but it's like i hate when someone says debate me but then you go and debate them and they're like you know they start insulting your looks they start insulting your audience he once at one point he said you have a million subscribers i have 6 million subscribers why will i ever de- debate you when people go to that level it's like you're you you are you deserve to get laughed at you know do do, do you know why he he was doing that why because it's a defense mechanism <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> so, so he had to you know he had to go for like anything he can you yeah. know just to just to you know just to like you know divert the attention from proper that topic actually and the But, sad part is everything blew up in his face because uh, the people who are left leaning in america are completely dunking on him all the all the reporters all the like news The people who report on the news, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the people on the left side are laughing at him. The people on the right side, like Tim Pool or anybody else like that, they're not defending him. They're not even laughing at him. They're not defending him because they're like, yeah, you fucked up, you know. Like I don't know what to say. So his own people aren't defending him. People who are left leaning are laughing at him. He has become the joke of the internet. You know, everybody is just like, what the fuck just happened? You know, it's like the, the it's like a meme on the internet. that Steven Crowder is Steven Coward. So now he's turned into <laughs> Steven Coward. 
So you so, can everybody can search in Twitter uh, what is called Stephen Coward, Coward. or Coward. <laughs> Coward, whatever the fuck that is. Have the name Crowder anymore. You know, you know, he's a fucking bulky guy. I saw him. He <laughs> like, was what gone. the fuck, bro? Yeah, My God, <laughs> you know. Like, really I, uh, good, dude. I thought like he was kind of be like a skinny person who has a big attitude in his mouth, like for and real. The fact and that he kept insulting both Ethan and uh, Sam Cedar's looks, like Sam Cedar, take off your glasses, Ethan. You. Oh, don't what have the fuck was that, man? Like, what? Sure. Like that guy. That guy is like he knew that I'm. This is really fucked. So I had to, you know, go all in. You know, so he he. You know, that's good actually. You know, he people has really like whoever supported him. I don't know about the whole context. Just I have just you know listened to you, and that's why I'm. And at the same time, I watch the video, so I I kind of have that 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 historical idea that how kind of how 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 he is to be honest, because the way he. Even if you sometimes when you don't you know like what you call don't uh, support someone is saying like you know if you're saying Even that you there is yeah yeah if you don't agree with somebody you have you have the courage to listen to somebody you, that is what you that is what you like that you have to do it. That's what debate is you know that's yeah, exactly. exactly what a debate is if you start calling people names if you start saying take off your it's like you know a high school high school debate is happening exactly. you know all He's the comments are saying that this guy with his yeah. gun. <laughs> And call he once called Sam Cedar a woman. I didn't even hear that. He What said, the fuck is woman? that? I can't. I've never met a bigger woman than you. It's like, dude, you are. Are you in high school? You know, like. No, not even high school kind of people like. Boys and girls will do this, like yeah. for real. They they were smart. They're smart kids. Okay, they are not gonna do this. They're like, hey, I'm gonna just talk about your looks now because I don't know how to, you know, talk uh, in sense now. Yeah. So you are just beating around the bushes, like. And you're you don't have the debate guy. I'm the debate. What the fuck? He's debate guy, so-called. Debate guy, what the fuck is he's like? He's, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. He's just mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like you're like, talking to Arnav yeah. Goswami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, if anybody who's like listening who's not from India, that's like, uh, I I would say it's not even a good comparison because Arnav Goswami is okay, very smart. Knows what yeah, he's talking he about yes. you know yeah he let the people speak and he doesn't talk about someone's appearance he's not like you're like, yeah, you're he's... a woman you're something he's insane but, but he's not yeah, he, he, like... he's insane but he know how to debate okay he listen yeah. somebody sometimes but he'll he never screams. like you know never that's the problem that's it you know yeah he, he just scream at everybody yeah but he doesn't like go and say that you're ugly you're brown you're a woman you're something it's like what the Anyways, but that was like hilarious because at the same time with Cedar, he he thought that Cedar was live on his channel, so he was just monitoring. That part that. is that part's really you know killing killing me like. Yeah, my he's God. like oh yeah, you I thought you were on your channel live. That means you watch him even if he is beneath you, right? even if he is a one million subscriber man and you're a six million subscriber man, you still watch Mr. One Million Subscribers and just to see if he's going live on his channel or not, just to see if he's. Not gonna show up in one of your debates. You are that insecure about okay. someone who's so small and you know wears glasses and is a nerd. Uh, Fuck. I it's kind of remind me so like remember where Sam Harris mm-hmm. debated with the Batman guy. Ben Affleck, yeah. That was... <laughs> uh, so, so big of you, so big of you. That yeah. that fucking that comment was really how. That was how, like it... what his demeanor was, you know, with like steroids and everything. That was kind of what Stephen Crowder was kind of giving off. But the the sad part is like 
I would have liked to listen to a good debate. You know, I would have liked it. I would have, I would like to hear the other side because I do listen to some people who are on the conservative side. I like listening to Dave Ramsey. He gives good financial advice. He's probably a conservative. He doesn't sound like he's a left, leftist kind of a person. So I'm fine with right-leaning people, but this guy is a fucking clown, and it's like so. It's so hilarious. It's one of the best so, things I've ever heard. So, so, so that that is that is what we were talking about before yeah. we're recording. So, before we, before we uh, uh, wrap this, do you know the funny part? Before when H3 and Steven Crowder hadn't met, you know, hadn't discussed each other, Steven asked uh, Ethan Klein from H3 to come on his show. He sent an email to him. But Ethan didn't respond. Ethan ghosted him, forgot about the email. It was like, why would I ever go to Stephen Crowder's show? That made him really angry. And he said that, you know, this stuff. And then Ethan brought it up once and said, you know, like, I think Stephen is just mad because I never went to his show. And see, uh, and because a woman gave sent me an email and so told me that, you know, would you like to be on Stephen's show? And then Stephen replied saying that I've never hired a woman on my show. I've never had a woman on my show, this and that. But then Ethan was like, where did I get this email? So he sent the email to the woman who sent him. The woman said, yeah, I used to work for him a few years ago, but now his father, Stephen's father, takes care of all the appointments. So why was he lying about trying to invite Ethan Klein at some point? You know, is he that mad that, you know, Ethan didn't show up to his show? It's like, dude. I'm a little confused in yeah, this part. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. It's no, really basically confusing. It's like, let's say you invited me to your show and I said no. So now you're mad. You're just saying stuff. But no, when I, I said, you didn't invite me. Yeah, but then I said, wait a minute. Didn't you invite me to your show once? Some woman messaged me and you're like, what woman? I never hired a woman. But then the woman messages me and says, yeah, I used to work for Nick. I, I sent you the message because of him. But now his father, your dad, takes care of all, the, your, all your emails. So that's like basically you're lying that one day, once you actually invited me to your show, but I didn't show up, so now you're mad at me, you know? So that's what happened with Stephen and Ethan. Oh my God, so okay. Funny. You know? God. <laughs> Every other day there will be some asshole. I love drama. I love watching drama. I love watching this kind of stuff. I'm a very gossipy, very high schooly sometimes. I like knowing about lots of stuff. I like knowledge, but sometimes a bitch loves to gossip okay so yeah. okay yeah. these things these <laughs> things also i will talk about new topic which yes I, I i i really you know wanted to talk mm. so it's about the cassia thomas case maybe a mm, uh, few 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 people knew her like you know so i will just read okay i will read a, there's a page in facebook a co- called a mighty girl that is a M I Z H T Y girl G I R. You can follow them up. Okay? They have okay. really website. Yes, yes, yes. So I'll just read. I just read. Okay, from their page. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago today, Cassia Thomas was 18 years old when the KKK held a rally in her hometown of Ann Arbor. For those who doesn't know about KKK, that's Ku Klux Klan clan. Okay, that's mm-hmm. white supremacist kind of. Uh, Whatever the organization or something, so <clears throat> town of Ann Arbor, Michigan, mm-hmm. hundreds of protesters turned out to tell the white supremacist organization that they were not welcome in the progressive college town. 
At one point during the event, a man with a SS tattoo and wearing a T-shirt emblazoned with a Confederate flag ended up in a protester side of the fence, mm-hmm. and a small group began to chase him. Mm-hmm. He was quickly knocked to the ground and kicked and hit the place cut stick. Mm-hmm. As people began to shout, "Kill the Nazi!" The mm-hmm. high school student, fearing that mob mentality had taken over, decided to act. Thomas threw herself on top of one of the men she had come to protest, mm-hmm. protecting him from the blows, and told the crowd that you can't beat goodness into a person. In discussing her motivation for the courageous act after the event, she stated someone had to step out of the pack and say that this isn't right. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was like to be hurt the many times that uh, that happened. I wish someone would have stood up for me. Violence is violence. Nobody deserves to be hurt, especially mm-hmm. not for an idea. Thomas never heard from the man after that day, but months later, a young man came up to her, came up to her to say thanks, mm-hmm. telling her that the man she had protected was his father. Mm-hmm. Poor Thomas, learning that he had a son, brought even greater significance to her heroic act. As she observed, mm-hmm. for the most part, people who hurt, they come from hurt. Mm-hmm. It is a cycle. Let's say that he had, that they had killed him or hurt him really bad. How does he? How does the son feel? Does he carry on the violence? Mm. Mark Brunner, the student photographer who took this new famous photograph, added that what was so remarkable was who Thomas said. Mm. She put herself at a physical risk to protect someone who, in my opinion, would not have done the same for her. Mm. Who does that in this world? Who does that in this world? In response to the to those who argued that the man deserved a beating or more, Pulitzer Prize-winning commentator Leonard Pitt Jr. Offer this short reflection on the Miami Herald mm-hmm. that some in Ann Arbor have been heard crumbling that she should have led the man to his fate mm-hmm. only speaks of how far they have drifted from their own humanity mm-hmm. and, of, and, and of the crying need to get it back. Kesha's choice was affirm what they have lost, Kesha's choice was human, Kesha's choice was hope. Mm. And this is this is like it's like it's very you know, moving. Very it's nice. very moving. I I then then I in, in just fifteen minutes I have researched a lot. I just few 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 lines. Mm. I I I I find really fascinating. You know, like it's really courageous things to you know save someone with like who is against your ideology and just trying to beat you up for no reason like you know, KKK scene it's really horrific you know yeah. they have bronze so many you know black men I guess mm. or there's a I don't know the proper you know maybe there's a hand maybe there's a place called a town they have the KKK or whatever that is Ku Klux Klan what was that? Ku Klux Klan yeah yeah they have burned the city down and killed hundreds of black people. I guess. Mm. I don't know. What was that? Who was it? Plus, you, you remember that? There's I a... don't remember it, but yeah, I've heard yeah, There's it. a town called, I don't know that. I, I'll, mm. Let me check. There's a picture that I saw. I don't know if it's real or not. It looks real. Uh, a bunch of uh, African American doctors were uh, trying to save a man who was possibly oh, yes, shot. Yes. Yes. And he was in his full KKK gown and everything. So it was just so fucking hilarious oh to see that. Oh, no. man. You see, and after coming from the debate kind of thing, it's really like we were like down for you. Like, I just. Oh my god, that's whatever she did is a really heroic thing, you know. That we, we need somebody like that. We need somebody like that, but more importantly, we need to be like that. 
yeah we can't keep think looking at the other person and say you should be like this or he should be like this or more people should be like this if we don't step up and learn from these as examples we we're yes. always going to be you know yeah i i know you remember the 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 massacre that rosie rosewood or rosewood massacre that is uh, i i'm really bad at pronouncing things that is fine your pronunciation has improved so much yeah and two eyewitness account which suggests that high death toll of 27 to 150 mm. ah. <sighs> and there's also called Tulsa race massacre yeah it's, I mean we think that these happen in history and it's like old news now but then you see things like the Orlando nightclub shooting where so many okay. gay people died it's like it's just keep it just keeps happening over and over again It's just new groups to target. It's just new people that you're going to target all the time, you know. Before it was the Jewish people, then yeah. now it's black pe- uh, later it's black people, now it's gay people, tomorrow it's going to be I don't know, the next target trans people, then it's going to be women again, then it's going to be men maybe, I don't know, you know, it's just always just something and someone, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Oh so the so it's it's a 100 years uh, anniversary I what do you call it? anniversary or I don't know I'm sorry yeah, 100 years <laughs> of um, yeah anniversary it's going to be an anniversary uh, yeah so, so that's Tulsa rest massacre I guess yeah. it's 100 years like where did you get the where did you get the story this story you what about the girl that girl you talking about yeah 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 that girl the case, you know, yeah, I told you in 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 a place called the mighty girl mighty yes I yes, want to I, 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 yes. yeah. I follow them. It's really they, they really have a good 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 uh, page to be honest. This is a Facebook have... page or a YouTube page? Yeah, it's a page. Okay, so people can go and check on Facebook and type oh, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can A there is mm-hmm. A space M I G H T Y space Z I R L. That's amazing. Yes. I will go and give it a viewing and like and support. They have good website. You love it. They have you know they they promote books and all this stuff for kids and all. So yes, it's really good. Yeah. It's like you know, I I I I am out of the like for example, I'm out of the world. Like how can I say thanks to this particular woman? Like. who just jump out of nowhere and just save that guy yeah no. really you no know, you have ever heard about that that guy who who was a black guy and you know he used to talk to the kkk member and just talk out of them from that kkk clan i've remember? heard of this person um i've seen him in interviews i just don't remember his name but i know of him i've heard of him you know uh is it's a large man i remember mm-hmm. him he's a it's a little larger and he's old now he's much older they, they, now they call he called Daryl Davis i guess yeah i think so Daryl Davis yeah Darryl i think Davis. i saw him on Joe Rogan or somewhere else yeah Daryl Davis yeah yeah he, he, i think i probably saw him on Joe Rogan man man i saw him with <laughs> like you know is a guy <laughs> maybe man he's a smart guy. i don't know if he's smart or not but how can you just talk you know to your rival i would say rival kind of thing because no because you we're from india you and i so we can see it 
like from our historical example, we had Bhagat Singh. We had Bhagat Singh before who thought that shooting up, uh, I think it was a courtroom. I think he shot up a courtroom or maybe a, a parliament or something. An official building, yeah. He yeah. wanted to yeah. bomb it and he wanted to shoot it, something like that. He didn't want to kill anyone, he just wanted to create a scene. So he thought that violence would be the answer. Uh, he's still a hero, he's still considered a hero, but him and his entire gang got, you know, executed by the, the British government. Then came along Mahatma Gandhi. He was like, I can't reason with these people with violence, but I am a lawyer. I, that means I am a negotiator. So there is one place I can do, which is, uh, which is in front, in, uh, next to the person or opposite the person, negotiating the terms of surrender, negotiating for my country. You know, that's what I can do. I don't know how to fight. I'm, I'm like a fucking five foot something man. I'm thin. I can't, I can't fight. No one can fight an entire like army. Yeah, so might as well negotiate. So he decided that non-violence is the key. There was civil disobedience, but it was civil. It was not like violence. It was civil disobedience. So you, at the end of the day, you can either choose violence. You can either start killing people, or you can choose the the other side, the diplomatic side. So mm -hmm. diplomatic side has always won. It's always gonna win, and it will always win forever. You know, you can either kill everybody, or you but can, you, you know. You cannot. Actually, you can't. can't. No, if you if you do kill everybody, you're the last person alive. You know, so you can do that, but you're gonna be alone. You're not gonna have anything to rule over. So this is why, see, this is why I know this is gonna be stupid, but this is why I'm liking the new show Loki. You know the. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're about to say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I was gonna, I was like, I'm not gonna enjoy this show probably, but I understand the meaning behind the show. In order to make Loki different, we can make Thor Part Four. You know, we're not gonna make Thor Four or Avengers Four. We're gonna have to take a different approach. So how do we reason with a tyrant, with a would-be dictator? He, because he was going towards the path of dictatorship. He was trying to be Kim Jong-un for the entire earth, not just North Korea. He was trying to be the next Kim Jong-un. So how do we reason with Kim Jong-un? We show him the other approach. We show him a diplomatic approach and we show him that the world does not just is not just for you. You are just so small and the world is just too big. The universe is too big for you to rule. So, to, the only way to bring someone from above down is to humble him. And the only way to humble him is to talk to him like a human being, you know? So, yeah. You know, to treat uh, even an asshole like a human being is going to be hard. But that's what this girl did. And that's what we have to do, you know? This close. Like, I, I really admire Daryl Davis. Mm. How, 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 like... My God, it was really, he, he has to have the courage, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I really, I don't know, I would maybe, uh, I would have just, like, I'm just a coward, okay, I would definitely say this, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's not even about cowardice, it's about perspective. Now, uh, this is not a psychological perspective, this is just a writer's perspective. I've been reading this book recently called The Art of Creative Writing by Lajas Egri. I think you saw my status on yes. WhatsApp, I've been reading this new book. So this new book is not about psychology, this book is about character. Now, Lajas Egri has this uh, approach to dr dramatic writing that the only way to write a good story is through a good character. If you have a good character, you have his backstory, you have everything about him, 
then you the the character will write your story itself now of course someone is going to disagree and say you know plot is more important we can have that debate but that's not important what they try to do in one of the chapters is say that let's uh let's write a negative character let's write someone who is completely a scoundrel a pimp you know someone who is just inherently someone you won't want to you know be friends with we're going to make we're going to write about him and we're going to try to take him to a path of good but he's not going to change he's not going to turn into a good man but he's going to do something that signifies good but inherently he's not going to change into a good person he's just going to do something that's going to be somewhat uncharacteristic he's going to do something good for someone else so like a bad person turns good but he's not like from the core he's not going to change but he's just going to do something that shows a little bit of change you know so like he said okay now we need a backstory for this person how are we going to write this backstory he said that the, let's let the writer let you be the interrogator let you be the questioner you know so mm-hmm. so sit the character down ask him some questions He's going to give you answers just like you believe he's going to give you an answer. Like the person who is a real person, let's say he's a pimp, he has, you know, a few prostitutes and he takes advantage of them, he makes them have sex and he takes all the money, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolute scoundrel, drug dealer, prostitution, every prostitutioner, all that. So how would you interrogate him, ask him some questions about his life? And he's going to give you answers that are probably somewhat lies. but you have to uh deduce the lies and know that when he is lying you know he's not telling you the truth he's just deflecting and stuff but also at the same time you'll find the truth within the lies as well and you'll find the truth within his like you know within his anger within his frustration so when you talk to someone like that you're going to judge him to death but when you're a writer you're going to have to remove the judgment and you're going to have to take all of that and you're going to have to write a character like that So that means you have to remove all judgment for this person and you have to treat him like a human being. That's going to be very hard for you, but in order yeah. to be a good writer, you have to look at him like a person first, ask him questions, remove keep your judgment for later, and maybe then if you write a judgmental based book, you're never going to succeed. You know, you're just you're you're just going to start sermonizing about how evil Pimp, that particular person is yeah how evil drug dealers are you already know how evil drug dealers are you we do just, you don't need to say that yeah but we want to know why he is evil how he came to this path and is there a way where he can tell you a good story is there a way he can change or is there if he doesn't change uh, how can he make other people change if he terrorized a woman how, if is she going to change because of his actions you know what can he bring to the table you have to look at it that way so that was a good approach and it also kind of taught me a lesson that i cannot just talk about things that i'm interested in i also have to talk about things that disgust me that anger me without anger and without disgust that's very hard to do but you have to do it you know and that was like that really changed my perspective on everything you can't just look at a villain as a villain and a hero as a hero you know so it's not going to be black and white especially as a writer it's always be in the gray zone yeah i i would like to give you this book someday <clears throat> if i can which one this one the art of creative writing by lajos egri this book is amazing La- La- okay okay i i will so right now i'm reading you one of your books <laughs> <laughs> the anatomy of the of story story by, by john, john truby truby that is a fantastic book on screenwriting or just not even screenwriting novel writing every kind of story writing 
you know yes so we were talking about from the pe- people from kkk to mm. the daryl davis to the all massacre it's really heartbreaking to be honest so yeah. uh <clears throat> there is a so in 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 uh spotify i don't know uh, what was that but i really forget the name but uh malcolm gadwell uh, promoted uh, that particular show about the anti-racist things mm-hmm. so i don't know really i will uh talk about it later but it's Strike really the book name so people can find out which sorry book, which book were was it from so where people can find it uh, out it, it was not from the book to be honest so it was from the podcast from okay. Malcolm Gladwell revisions history so he used to okay. he promote uh, the fellow podcaster and whatever that is so mm-hmm. so there is a so called i don't know the name to be honest but maybe it was basically against the racism things anti racial mm-hmm. anti racism you know there was a term So that guy who, who who's a host for a particular podcast so mm-hmm. he, so Malcolm Gladwell asked him one question i remember what like you know in right now people are u- using the word racist so of like so like uh, easily okay. that yeah. yeah yeah so easily that they they it's like they, you are uh, he was asking like that it's kind of feel like that people using this word so often like you know that mm-hmm. so when really the racist things happen so it's like it's it's not you know give it that that kind of magnitude that that particular person you know witness that yeah. it's like oh it's just racist thing but what it feel like you know what it feel like to people like you who have been really struggling with this yeah so he, he, he whatever he tell is been in a summary i'll tell him this he was telling this there is a in cancer there's kind of four or i don't know how kind of how how many stages of cancer is there stage 4 i think is the final one yeah so 1 2 3 4 okay yeah, yeah just like cancer there's also a there's also stages in racism 1 2 3 4 4 is the final one Now one is the the what you need whenever you find out the initial one that stage one when you mm. you know when you go to the see a doctor and you just get, get the proper yeah. treatment and then you can you horical you can just you can you can be a good fit man if you mm. <laughs> you know you can find out that you know, you are in a stage one just like that if you are in a stage one uh, racism kind of things I don't know the proper term mm. so then if you if you you know talk to that particular person whoever doing the racist stage. racist kind of things that mm. you can talk to him you can just give him like whatever he needs to just like medication treat him like just, a human being and yeah yeah he's just like that it's wrong don't say that maybe they will change you know yeah that's the kind of thing because so it's, remember it's, you and i when we were young we used to sing those rap songs and we used to say the n word we didn't know because we we never yeah. saw we never had the internet we never had a foreigner tell us that this this word is wrong yeah. but we used we, to sing it but when we became we, like 17 or 18 when we had facebook for the first time in india it was a little late uh, internet came a little late than usual when we had facebook we we kind of understood because then we started having friends from america friends from the united kingdom and we started noticing that oh there are some words that are offensive we stopped using some words you know yeah. but we weren't racist we weren't going up to a black person saying stuff like because we don't have black people here so there's no one yeah. to tell us that don't say that you know mm-hmm. so there we were maybe you were like you said we were in the class 1 racism we had no idea we were actually yeah, you know, but yeah being exactly racist. that's the point that's the point yeah that's yeah. really the good one yeah. whatever you say to our distance So mm-hmm. if if we find out what if what if we don't have like we don't have anyone we we don't know nothing 
and there was out of nowhere there was a black people come like you know you know just just in front of you when he was like we have you know we just say whatever the fuck it is and we said the n word what would happen that that mm-hmm. is a per- the perfect example is our parents our parents were taught in school all the books and stuff and that that the books had the n word in it you know and it you kidding to- me no the books like huckleberry finn and stuff like that had the n word in it you know like not like you are talking about the huckleberries yeah so our parents when they were young when they were like uh, i would say 1964 5 something like that at that time nobody was there to tell them that you know like this is wrong don't say this word don't say that word american history was not even a part of their uh, curriculum their school curriculum their college curriculum they didn't have that stuff they had british history of course but british history is always just talking about the segregation oh. that we had the indians had not that what the black people had we when we started be, when going to school we started having these you know like in our books that yeah these are this is the holocaust this is this this is that our parents probably didn't even have this stuff that much especially parents from our state our little poor state in india probably didn't even have that so my mom sometimes when she looks at it she says like you know oh that's uh that's the person from this country that's an N, that's a that's that's the n word she doesn't say n the 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 derogatory one but she says the r o word and i have to tell her that oh that's a derogatory word don't say that say african american she has no idea what african american she's never been to america she's oh. never met a black person in her life she has mm. no idea what's going on but she's not a racist person she's not calling someone uh, like a derogatory word she just said the word one day and i said hey listen that's an offensive word you know the the if you that's ever go to said. america you people may not like that and she's like oh really why and i had to explain to her she's like oh really is that what it is what does the word mean she just has no idea what the the actual like the er version means and i said it's like when white people you know try to insult a black person they say that i mean we you know like people can have a misconception about racism when they come to another country just like for example the swastika the swastika is a symbol of peace for us But then yeah. you go to Germany and you have a swastika tattoo, people are going to kill you, probably. I don't know why the fuck this motherfucker he turned. Yeah, we have swastika. You have a swastika <laughs> on go. your yeah. scooter. Yeah, scooter. I, yeah. I have a swastika on my front door, but we're not Nazis. You know, we're not. Fuck <laughs> that Nazi shit, man. Yeah. Really. Really, those motherfuckers just ruin our entire good there is a good fortune kind of things like you know you, yeah, you put it on it your means car peace and unity your, you know yeah. you speak and good fortune for good fortune yeah oh my god I'm so sorry I, sometimes i feel so sorry for themselves like you know the people you know before like when i was about to have a tattoo i was thinking about getting a swastika tattoo when i made my first tattoo when i was 14 years old i was thinking like oh what should i make oh there's a swastika there's a butterfly there's this i i looked at a swastika i had no idea the swastika was like a german symbol of fucking Now we realize, now we realize yeah. that those mother because of those motherfucker we have he has you like when almost maybe thousands years of that 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 you know believe yeah everybody will just like you know if i had the straight forward swastika symbol on my arm and i someday travel to america i have to explain it to people like oh my god i'm not a racist you know like i might get shot by someone for that 
So like, you know, so yeah, there is a stage one racism, I think. <laughs> there definitely yeah, yeah. is. What I was talking about a stage one, stage two, stage three, stage yeah. four. Yeah, stage four is someone who's like yeah, George cannot... Floyd version of like George fucking Floyd. racism, no, you know. Don't, 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 I, I don't want to try to talk about it. I just feel very horrible. Yeah. By seeing him. Mm. I know what you mean, and I'm, 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 I agree with it. You know, like when you use the word racism, don't try, don't try to vilify everyone and everything, especially on the internet, because you have no idea who you're talking to. You're probably talking to someone who is an Indian or a Sri Lankan or a Bhutanese. They, they might not even know that something may be racist or homophobic or ableist or something. You know, you have to educate people instead of start yelling at them. You know, so. Yeah, it's, yeah. Sometimes uh, I what I do is I try trying to educate people about yeah. the whole stuff. Yeah. They're like okay, but at the same time they will do it again. Yeah. It's, it's really killing me. No, when there are an act, when there is an actual racist, there is no getting out of them. You know, when there is someone who is making a mistake by saying something that shouldn't have been said, they will apologize. They will correct it because you and I we're not going around. You know. with swastika symbols on our forehead and just you know saying the n word we know what's wrong now we know we we it took us a while it took us later than someone who lives in you know united kingdom maybe but we learn you know we learn we understand and we're not an asshole you know so yeah so i hope everybody is going to learn someday that how mm. those people who are oppressed and mm. you know how they struggle to live their life and mm. just to get the basic human things that is called you know the the the, the justice system mm. everybody every in every in every 100 years there you know there are some people who are oppressed and we we have to have some kind of you know, empathy for them yeah yeah we need to work on that as well yeah I don't know. Maybe you, if if there is no one, then you will be the next victim of what you call racism. I don't yeah. know. And maybe there is somewhere down on earth, you you will you will be mocked because of your facial structure, because of your. Yeah, I mean, right now, yeah, it, yeah. because of uh, fucking Trump, we have like Asian racism now, where yeah. everybody looks at an Asian person in America and it's like, oh, you fucking Chinese, not understanding that they might be Korean. Asian is a vast fucking yeah. continent. <laughs> yeah, like they might be Japanese, they might come from fucking Bhutan for all I care. But they're like, no, you fucking racist Asian. Chinese or in, something. In, in, they put us, put us on in one place. Yes, we're from one no, not country. From, no, you know? not all American, but there are a few people who do Trump support, I don't know. Yeah. A friend of mine who is also a writer, I I'm not going to mention her name, but you know, like she told me, like the way it's the 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 way it is. She lives in Chicago, and she said the way it is because she's she's Chinese, you know, she's she came from China, and she's like the way it is in America is insane, you know. And I have a bit of uh, the Mongolian heritage, you know. My face has that those features too. So am I going to be targeted if I go there? So it's like there's right. always going to be some really some bullshit, you know. To her, man. Yeah, it's always going to be something. So what happens to the is there any gun law in Chicago? What? Is there any, you know, gun law in Chicago? She has to carry her firearm. Ah, uh, I don't think so. I I don't I have no idea. We haven't gone that far, but she's not someone who's going to, you know, carry. She doesn't seem like the type who would have a gun, you know. She's just someone who's like good and simple and she's not going to, you know, go start blasting firearms at someone, you know. No, no, like, no, no, no. I'm not saying it is because Yeah. 
know, it's, it's scary. There is so many bad people around, but hmm. so that, that, that is why. Anyways, so we'll have to wrap this up in here. So yes. have a great day, all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really, really, I don't know how it's gone from that particular HC podcast to the racism things. <laughs> we we talk, we, we, we love to, you know, chirp around like birds and yeah. I hope you haven't offended anyone. If we do, then I'm sorry, but that's it. <laughs> so bye bye. Bye bye. See you around. Oh, yeah, when? Maybe next episode. <laughs> All right. Bye bye.